0: Uh, welcome back, guys, to uh, the away end. Had a little bit of a break, haven't we? Some of us have turned 30 now, haven't we, Baker? And yep. uh, that was the last time i seen you guys. Oh, sh- stop shaking your head, James. 29, but, uh, 29,
1: 29, 29. <laughs>
0: 29. It's the usual crew back again. James, down in London, give me a shout, my man. Mate, back at it.
1: Loving it, Back at I get it. Down, but I get up again. Up. <laughs> Back at it, mate. Two songs in the space for the first 30 seconds.
0: Uh, anyway, stop chatting, shit, mate. Baker, uh, gives a <laughs> shout. How's things, mate? You, you all right? Yeah,
2: man, all good. all good. How you doing?
0: I'm good, mate. Yeah, we're in the old brigade now, aren't we? So we're gonna, we're hopefully gonna finish this in like 45 minutes. So I've got to go for a nap after this. So, um, <laughs> well, to
2: be yeah. fair. fair, I feel like I've been in it for ages now. It's just official. I feel like and wear it easier
0: you know what I mean yeah oh exactly mate I'm fully I've just taken it on the chin now I am mate um, but we have a uh, Mr Baker's done the running order this week so we've got uh, a, a lot to catch up on but we're going to give a, a little overview of, uh, of the season so far analyse our teams and disappointments and uh, Oh, James has given me the face-off. Stop chatting. Let's just get into it. so it's no
1: analysis, mate. It's just us fucking spouting bollocks.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. You might not think you're, yours is analysis, mate. I've been on BBC Radio Manchester last week. They, mm. they wanted my analysis then, pal. Yeah, let's so talk, um, let's talk about
1: that briefly.
0: Yeah, go on. You yeah, can talk about that briefly, if you want, mate. Yeah, one of my friends um, runs a show, Talking Balls. He wanted to hear me chat shit about the United game, uh, United-Atlanta, starting 11 which was um yeah it's good fun 10 15 minutes on the radio with a uh, with an irish bloke it was a, it was a good crack
2: you're gonna regret coming back on this so much because i've already it's atalanta not atlanta not playing america you do <laughs> oh go on baker you can take the lead mate if you want if you've got enough
0: chat to go with this mate
2: come on that's all that's all that's my comment all right all you right. just want to
0: make snipey comments
1: do you mate all right oh, i understand yes. you can't take right. the lead, mate. if you've not been on bbc radio manchester no, sorry. I'm not, I'm not legit. I'm not legit Yeah. Yeah, well, we already knew that, mate.
0: You don't need to tell <laughs> me that, pal.
1: Let's just jump straight it's into nice- it. It's nice of you to take some time off being an A-lister you know to come back down here with us oh yeah with you fucking
0: <laughs> F-listers over here yeah 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 you know I you know it's a bit of a bit of a step down for me mate after being on live radio but you know I try I do try with you guys don't I gotta to, got to give you a little bit of my time every now and again Char- charity
2: work for you this isn't it? charity yeah. work
0: this is now yeah, mate I'm yeah. getting paid I'm in the big I'm in the big leagues now mate you know pro bono mate <laughs> <laughs> um well Mr Baker's put my team first up so my analysis is Ollie same problem different season and that's that's pretty much as far as I want to go you can be the Mika Richards uh, and I can be Roy Keane mate come on give me give me what you got and I'll try not to get annoyed at it but
2: I realised that that analogy doesn't really work now because to be Roy Keane you'd have to defend him and you're really not <laughs> that's true that's actually very true yeah no, it would just be Michael Richards and Micah Richards um, <laughs> I don't know I just I find it funny that like if, it, so, it, it feels so insane that we have the conversation the same conversation every single week the, his his mates in the media just fucking they bend over backwards to try and find anything I, like it's his team now it's not a, it's not an excuse he spent however many hundreds of millions of pounds it's his team he hasn't got a fucking Scooby-Doo about tactics at all, really. That quote from Pep, from, sorry, Kevin and Bruyne said saying that usually they practice tactics, they practice who they're playing against, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> It's a counteract what the other team are going to do. But for United, they'd spend about 10 minutes kicking the ball around this went, Nah, I don't really need to. It's just you week- don't
0: know what all these tactics are going to be because, let's be honest, he ain't got any, has he? They? they get bailed
2: out every week. Hope hope your big players bail you out. And you've watched three world class managers come and go. You watched Tuchel go, you watched Pochettino go, and now you've watched Conte go. Segway.
0: Mate, it's, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Gary Neville keeps week in, week out. Keeps doing a twenty-minute podcast and keeps saying that I'll give him till the end of the season. Give him till the end of the season, and you're like, "Why? Ain't got till the end of the season." Like some of them players ain't gonna be around next season. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Ronaldo's gone, and I really wouldn't be surprised. Well, Pogba's almost certainly gone at the end of the season, and I mean, free
1: Donny Van Der Beek, free Donny Van Der Beek. Free my boy.
0: All the things which you're saying are completely 100% true. Uh, apparently, quite a, there's a few rumors which I've seen yesterday that a lot of the squad players are sort of on the, the outskirts are, are getting very pissed off with, and I imagine it probably is Donny, and, and a few others who you keep I getting know, shite I heard, results.
1: I heard, I, heard, I heard it was bigger names. I heard it was Fernandez was starting to turn on him a bit.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've heard mostly uh, that th- them squad players saying, well, you know, Fernandez isn't stepping up. If players aren't stepping up, why are you not giving us a chance? And my answer would be, who the fuck knows, right? Like, why are you not giving him a chance? I a... honestly
2: I have no idea. Right. It's to give him a chance, he'd need to have some sort of cohesive idea of what the hell's going on. But um, Pulper gets sold, and you're going to see Graham Sooner streaking naked down the streets of Manchester. <laughs> Finally, free. <laughs>
1: finally free of him but here's one here's one for you though dan uh so you wake up tomorrow morning and he's gone it's reported breaking news 8 a.m gone who, who, who would you like in then because Conte is off the table now Any? he that's the, <laughs> that's the only reason the only reason he asked that question <laughs> no I don't know because
0: I would have gone with Conte I would have gone with As we've said several times on this show, I'd have gone with Pochettino at the start of this season, or before he went to PSG, I would have gone with Pochettino. I would have gone with Conte.
1: You wouldn't, you wouldn't want Poch now. Oh,
0: mate. I would I would go with any of them, man. I would go with Poch, I would go with Conte, I'd go with any of the managers that, that were the Baker reference at the start. We've sat there and we've basically just gone, oh, uh, no, let's give him a little bit more time. Uh, in fact, let's give him 76 million for Sancho. Let's let him start like three games or, you know, however many games he started this season. So, so good yeah. for
2: Sancho, man. He's probably the best example of... The, tact, the, the sort of lack of tactics is that he's come from a team where there's a proper system in place, and so he's just completely confused. about what the hell's going on? He's he when he plays, he does the same movements, but no one goes with him, and he, he just really? gets, and he just gets lost. <laughs> you, you,
0: mate, you're hitting the nail on the head. You are hitting the nail on the head, and I, I, I honestly, I can't, I can't see any difference for the rest of the season. Like you said, it's going to be big players. bailing is out at the last minute. And hoping that, that we can, you know, do something out of nothing, basically. Uh, anyway, that's my depressing little rant about Man United. So, um, James, you're obviously full of hope, rejuvenated joy uh, that you've got the Italian genius that is Conte. So give us give us your analysis, mate. What do you think?
1: Mate, I'm equal parts full of hope and full of um, an expectations. I know what Spurs can do to people who are good, <laughs> and, you know, he has got this incredible track record, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me if we we're the first club that turns it on its head and he doesn't win anything or doesn't do anything. But same time, I am a lot more hopeful than I was under Nuno Esperito Santa, Esper, Nuno, Nuno that, that I am under Nuno, than I was under Nuno. Nunu. <laughs> well, why are you not digging him out,
0: Baker? He can't pronounce
2: things and you're not digging him out, are you prick?
1: <laughs> Was it Nunu Esperanto? Espir- I can't even remember. He's, he's, he's Nuno Nuno Nuno. Es-
2: Espirito Santo.
1: Esper- ah. Yeah, OK, nice one. Um, <laughs> you can edit all that out anyway, Baker. Um, oh, no. But yeah, pretty hopeful. I mean, it's, it's hard to talk about it because obviously we just had an international break and before that he only had about, what, ten days in the job. It's going to take a couple of months before we see what happens. But yeah. Feeling a lot better than I was even a few weeks ago.
2: I think all the players that were all the players that hated Mourinho because he was a bit too confrontational. Fucking hell, they're in for a in for a storm with this guy.
1: Yeah, but from, they, what I've, from from what I've heard, they're like they're loving it. They're absolutely loving it. Because don't know. Yeah, but it's
0: been <laughs> ten days, mate. It's been ten days. Wait, wait till wait for another six months. People like Ali who already didn't like the way that Mourinho was. Conte is going to be 10 times more aggressive with them kind of players.
1: I think Dele Alli is going to be at the club in six months. You're a fool, mate.
0: All right, people like Harry Kane, mate. Them players who weren't 100% on board. I mean, to be fair, that's probably a bad example. Kane was pretty on board with Mourinho. But uh, maybe Undembele or any of them kind of players, like they are going to have a bit of a rude awakening, I think, aren't they, uh, under Conte's rule?
1: Yeah, but he's got this like... Ability, I need to just turn players around and reposition players and repurpose players and get fresh life out of them. So I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to comment on it at the moment. Yeah. The, the, the fact that we fucking got him anyway is is, is a massive statement. I think hmm. it shows like as much as I've got bad things to say about the board and Enoch and Levy it's a step in the right direction it shows intent it shows ambition so I'm pretty happy with that it's
2: going to be interesting seeing what happens in January and what Levy must have said to him to get him to sign on the dotted line he must he must have promised him a lot of money because one thing one thing Conte does is he fuck it, he gets in he wrecks house and then more often than not he gets pissed off when they don't spend enough money then he leaves mm. and so I've Levy must have said to him that we are right in January and next year we're going to we're going to absolutely we're going to properly go for this because I can't I can't I can't imagine him signing on signing on if he didn't have those assurances because you went for him in yeah. the side didn't you before Nuno and he was and he yeah. said no because probably because of that reason
1: no, he said. Apparently, he said no because he said that. Well, this is what this is the press line that he said that he was is he was too emotional about leaving Inter Milan under the circumstances that he did after winning the title. Mm.
0: My my point would definitely be just to reinforce what Baker said. I think that could get tasty between Levy and Conte in the next sort of two three in January. If they don't spend some money, that is going to get tasty. Like, I, I think you probably hit the nail on the head, Bakeries. He must have said, you know, there's X amount of money set aside yeah. for you to bring in some of your kind of players, at least. Like.
1: Uh, the two things, I've just remembered them, that I was going to say about that was, I <laughs> can't forget now that the stadium's opening and, and uh, is open and kind of almost running at full capacity in terms of events, sporting events, football matches, uh, gigs and things like that. So that's the big kind of cash generator that we're looking for. And second to that point would be, I think if he doesn't invest now, this is his last chance saloon Like for for Enoch and Levy. like They've got one of the best managers in the world. They've got some of the best players that we've had in a long time. If they don't invest now, they're fools. Because if it fails under Conte, where do you turn then? What do you do then? Because you've gone from Mourinho then you've gone for a manager not as well known, and that didn't work out. You've gone for Conte. That doesn't work out. Then I don't. Even, I don't even know what direction you move in. Then
2: yeah, no, I agree completely. I agree completely. I mean, but uh, that it will be interesting to see Levy fight against his his nature in that case. Because if Conte wants yeah. to go, if Conte wants to go and spunk, however many millions on a player that a player from Milan? say so he wants to get like Barella or Martinez. they they're going to set you back upwards of fifty each, 50, probably more than that, seventy odd. Yeah, Martinez will
0: set you back more than 50 100%. That'll be you, 670 to
1: eight. Well, we were in for Martinez last summer, but they, we, because they sold Lukaku, we didn't get him. The Lukaku yeah. deal went through so fast that they pulled the plug on the uh, Martinez deal. Um, did you guys see the chart that went around the other day of, of the teams that have the biggest financial fair play allowance at the moment because Spurs are far and away to have the largest allowance £400 million apparently so all right. I don't know it's just it seemed like a bit of a coincidence that you bring a manager who needs a lot of investment and then suddenly we have such a large fa- financial fair play allowance that's all Anyways, fucking bollocks anyway it? Are you ready I can't to I can imagine,
2: imagine Newcastle's is too good I was, anymore
1: I was going to say a little little segue as soon as we talk yeah. about money and financial fair play <laughs> <laughs> fit,
2: fit in proper owners test
1: Um, Wait, is this the first pod we've done since the takeover? Yeah. Shit, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, the longer, the longer after it's gone on, the sort of less not not angry is not the right word, but I've sp- spoken to some other Newcastle fans and they made the point, which is completely valid, which is they were there first and they're going to be there during, they're going to be there before, they're going to be there afterwards. And I, I, personally, it's not for me, but I can't. I, if you don't, if you don't want to punish yourself and not go and not support this regime you're still supporting a club it, it's still just got different people inside it but with that said it is still not it's not great is it really it's not a great sign and i think the premier league premier league chief has walked this week hasn't he for the back the backlash faced over this deal he's the the premier league chairman's just decided oh, to fuck it and go yeah it seems like there's no it, it's all very real they got the, they got they've got their, they got their manager in place now not sure it's the not sure it's the best choice but we'll find out <laughs> And uh, we are also in an absolutely fucking dire position on the pitch. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see because we could be before January even gets here. We could be completely adrift, gone.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter
2: who you spunk out, who you spunk out for on, in January. You can't reverse half a season. Half a season of
1: no wins. So I have to imagine that, mate. Richest, richest club in the world in the
2: championship. championship. I mean, how, how fucked off would you be if you got promoted from League One? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know. I know. Yeah. I th- I th- yeah, to get to give my like, my actual sort of straight thoughts on it, I think I just think it's a very bad thing for football in general. Mm, and it's, it's not, not it's not um it's not what I wanted for my club. But then again, it's it's different for a sport like me who's always lived away. From there, and I can't, I can't tell people who go there every week, who spend their money, who support, who have season tickets, season tickets for fifty odd years or whatever. I can't tell them, "Oh, you just don't going now," because mm-hmm. the while you're punishing yourself, it's just, it's just, it's a really shit situation. It also opens the door, which is already like slightly ajar, and now, like, who the fuck can you say no to now? Like fucking North Korea. Exactly. If North Korea coming for someone. You can't exactly stand there and go, mm, "No, sorry, no, no, I can't have you." It's fair game now, isn't it? It really is. It has,
0: it has fully blasted the door wide open for anyone to any kind of ownership to to be le- like legitimate in the Premier League now. Even that, like I said, I don't think it is legitimate. But do you um? <laughs> are you not fully sold on Eddie Howe then?
2: I think he's a good manager, but I just don't think he's very good at relegation battles. He's had one and he didn't do very well. I mean, yeah, but
0: also he is he is coming in and the exact opposite of Ollie that he actually has a style of play and he knows. And like, yeah, I know what you're probably going to say. Can he get them players to buy into that, the players you've got currently? But I don't know. I suppose I see where you're coming from in a relegation battle. You maybe don't want to try and change your style of play to how he's going to be wanting to play. But I straight away always would say if he's got a style of play, he can implement that on the players and, you know, make them hopefully take note of what he's saying. I don't know
2: it's an interesting headspace for the players as well because a lot of them are thinking like i don't have a future here do i like if it's they sort of it doesn't matter what they do if they play like shit and get relegated they'll they'll be sold off and replaced if they if we get out of trouble a lot of them aren't going to stay we don't have it's not as it when when, when, the, when the um abu dhabi came in and took over uh city city already had they had a spine they had, they had they had company already there yeah so like it wasn't it wasn't as if they needed to completely reshape the whole thing. I think Zabaleta was already there, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're like Isaac Hayden or like John Joe Shelby, or Ro- you're thinking I've got, I can't win here. There's no points. So where their heads are going to be at, it's going to be quite interesting. I think the only the only players who definitely who the Saudis will just throw money at to keep will be Sam Axman because he's the, he's the, he's the he's the talisman and everyone flocks around him. But yeah, it is going to be very interesting. I think our first game back. So Pretty tough one, to be honest. I we, mean, got Bre- tough
1: we got ones If you're in the relegation zone, mate,
2: we got Brentford at home, and Brentford are no mugs, yeah. are they?
0: No, that's going to be a tasty boy. That is who? Who Spurs got back after the international break? Can you, Leeds. Do you know, James? Leeds at home. and Man United have got Watford away. Watford away, yeah, which is a bit of a banana skin, I think. Which is
2: uh,
1: going to be
0: fun happen? to watch.
1: I Oops. said, Mousa Sissoko have the game of his life. <laughs> Don't tell Danny, me that, mate. Danny Rose flying up and down the left wing, mate.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell.
0: <laughs> this week this weekend we could have a lot of WhatsApp messages going back and forth about how either shite or unbelievably good our first games back for respective well, you two new managers. And I'm just gonna chip in of a I'm already done here, and I, I don't really care what happens. If I'm honest, like what of in?
2: Surely it? at this point, I mean, you get, you never want your team to lose,
0: but no, 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 Mr. Baker, I, I I want the team to lose as much as possible. So the sooner we can get rid, the sooner we can get a, a half competent manager in, even if you know. I I honestly I don't know who who we'd go with, but yeah. Anyway, we're not going back onto that one, yeah. uh, right? But let's 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 move forward, and, uh, and let's talk about what we said on the running order, which is the the title race could get a bit tasty this year. There's three definite. Um, Hopefuls, isn't there? Uh, at the moment, it looks like Chelsea, City, and and Liverpool are, are right up there, all sort of battling for it. What do What do we think, boys? I
2: think, I think there's no, there's no. I don't think there's a real clear favourite, which is actually quite refreshing. You know what I mean? It's it, all, of, all of them have had ups, and all of them, all of them have had downs. So it, it's good to have. It's the years where City and Liverpool were just beating everyone and getting ninety six points or something like that. It's better when there's a bit, there's a bit more of bit of jeopardy involved and
1: I th- I think I still think Chelsea are favourites to be honest for me anyway I think Chelsea yeah. as much as it pains me to say it, I think Chelsea
0: as much as it pains me to say I believe it will be Manchester City yet again really? Um I think Manchester City seem to do this thing at the start of every season where they they seem to just before Christmas, managed to kick into gear, And then over the Christmas period in January, they seem to start winning and then don't lose or, you know, go undefeated until about end of March, mm. April time. And and that's what happened last season. That's what happened the season before. And once Pep, I think in January, he's going to have to buy some, even if it's only a makeshift striker, I think he has to do something there. And, you know, when you've got, Grealish, sterling you know all of them players which you've got which are going to be feeding a striker like
1: it's not going to be
0: hard for them to put for uh, you know even a half decent striker to be putting in some of their some of their chances
1: which they're creating isn't here's one for you though what if west ham go and do a leicester mate no rotation no injuries just winning i mean games mate
2: it would be unreal i would love because they're only
1: they're only three points behind chelsea
2: I mean that 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 again. Good segue that onto the top four because I think they're not, surely not. Got,
1: that's the thing. They've got a, they've got a paper thin squad. Yeah. Yeah. But then if they do anything like Leicester did, Leicester didn't rotate, did they? They didn't get any injuries. They didn't. It was just the same eleven pretty much the whole season. Yeah, so true. Like, yeah, but they didn't. They, they didn't are, have they are, in
0: are, in that season. They didn't have Europe to deal with as well. That's
2: the thing, isn't it? True. I mean,
1: they are, they are flying though. You got mm, them
2: Yeah. No, I they, do agree. And they're making Europe look irritatingly simple because there's this I whole, know, right? whole thing around Europe being really difficult the Thursday Sunday thing and they're just fucking swanning through it it
0: is it is amazing isn't it I mean bring Moisey back really mate that's what I say
2: <laughs> as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as you brought West Ham I went to look at the fixtures because so I really wanted West Ham's like last game of the season to be be at United just so he could swap <laughs> the top four <laughs> so moist, turn around and fucking rub it in all your faces
0: yeah what who do we I mean the, the usual three are we thinking so City Chelsea Liverpool and then who the fuck knows in fourth really right?
2: I think at the start of the season I had Spurs. And so I think that's probably a better bet now than it was then.
0: <laughs> I think I have Man United second, mate. So uh that's definitely out the fucking window. Um you've you've put in the notes surprise package West Ham, yeah, and I I half agree with you. But also considering they did it last season, and like you said, they're romping it through through Europe at the moment. I don't know if he can be even considered a surprise package that much anymore, can they? Like, I thought Europe would fuck him. I thought they'd be, I'd,
2: I thought they'd be knackered, but they haven't actually. They haven't. They've actually just got better than last year. Yeah, like that.
0: Uh, the game before the international break, beat in Liverpool three two. I mean, oh. that is a real statement of intent, isn't it, from Moyes? And I do think, um, you know, they they could, they really could. I don't want to say they could get get top 4 because it fe- it feels like the season there's a long way to go in the season but they could they they generally might
2: right they could and it wouldn't be and it would be and it would be what they deserve for the first 11 games they've been well, one of the standout teams i mean they're third for god's yeah. sake third on, third on goal difference <laughs> i do i do think i would consider that a
0: like a surprise package or a, a surprise if they managed to can consistently go through the entire season and, and get in the top four that that would be an unbelievable achievement I think um, considering the amount of money that other teams have spent and and it would yeah it would be amazing I do very much like your comment about Brighton, mate. As well, they they have looked mint this season. Like something's clicked with Graham Potter, aren't it? And like we were saying, we we're absolutely wanking off over Brighton last last season. How much they were playing brilliant football and, and losing in close game. whereas this season they seem to have managed to pull it out at, at, at crucial points. Really, haven't they?
2: It's his uh, it's his sexy new beard that's doing it, man. <laughs> Sorting of, them sort of out. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> it is. He hasn't. He hasn't really. He hasn't really changed the squad that much. They're just finally, They're just finally taking their chances and getting some. Yeah. Got some players back from. Got some players back from injury. I really like Lampte. I think he's yeah, a he's great player. But that's uh, what I, was,
1: I was gonna. I was gonna say like they're not fundamentally doing anything that much different than they were last season. Still really good football. Same manager. Not a lot of players changed. The difference is that they're actually scoring goals like Baker says.
2: I mean the players that they have bought do look really good. Like that Cookerio on the left looks really, really good, and he's got absolutely mental air as well. He's in him, he's like Gwendausy <laughs> on crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm to be fair, I'm really happy for him. And I think there's not much. It must be just either one more season or even halfway through this season, someone's going to come for him, aren't they? Someone's I mean, coming
0: for him. Someone's got to come for him. The the, the players that he's he's put together. Uh, and making them play the way they are. I think um, it's only a matter of time, isn't it? And yeah, you did mention um, Crystal Palace, which uh, James has got married since you've last done a podcast. And when we were down on your stag do, mate, I remember watching the highlights of uh, Chelsea versus uh, Crystal Palace. And I think it was 3-0 or 4-0. And they got an absolute spanking. That was about the second game or third game of the season. And I thought... Oh dear! Is this going to be another um? Uh, Frank de, was it Frank de Boer that they got in uh, after like ten games? He got rid of him and got Roy back, and I, I was a bit worried. But they seem to have steadied the ship, and, and Vieira seems to have you know managed to get the best out of some of them players.
2: Yeah. Very yeah. old squad, isn't it? But the thing is, he's uh he's made he's made it a hell of a lot younger already because he's got in he got in Guehi Elise Alice Gallagher looks looks a player, doesn't he? Really? Oh it's mate, so Gallagher good. is. Isn't he on? So isn't he on loan
1: from Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: How annoying is that? Chelsea got so
1: many fucking good players.
2: I know. I know. And um, it, has anyone ever seen him and Todd Campbell in the same room?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this the other day I saw, yeah. I, saw, I, saw, I saw him playing for England. And I thought, wait a minute, he does look exactly. The same. White guys, long blonde hair. Tom Davis, you could chuck in there as well, to be honest. Uh he looks a bit more. Yeah.
2: He's a bit more skanky though. He's not as like a bit <laughs> greasier, yeah. He's a bit more K, isn't he? <laughs> a bit more <laughs> uh, But yeah, and um, Edward up front looks like someone who can actually consistently score. I mean, he's got... Yeah, ben- he's, he's, he's got a Benteke brilliant sign and he is, I think. He's got Benteke playing again, which is which most people thought was impossible. And I think, he's just, you know, he was just a bit of an unknown quantity, wasn't he, Vieira? People just assumed hmm. he hasn't done much that he will be crap. And I'm one, I'm one of those people I thought it would be a disaster, but... No. Shut me up. Jesus. <laughs> like like you've put in
0: the notes here, mate, and I couldn't agree more with everything that you've said. Everton, are they just a joke team? Biggest disappointment this season? Like, I mean, you've probably got some strong opinions with Benitez being their manager, but what are Everton? Like, they spend money like it's going out of fashion, and every season they seem to just get ninth place or 10th place, or, you know, it's never, they never seem to kick on, do they?
2: It's just, it's just they they get hyped a bit much. They're like every every single year, and not even in the way that people say they're going to win and, and they're going to sort of challenge or win anything. But I always feel like they should be better than they are. They, they always, no matter what they do, they, they always feel like they're underachieving.
1: They <laughs> don't like fundamentally have bad players or anything like that, though. No, it's I a good squad. Yeah, I honestly, don't know what it is.
0: It's yeah, I know,
2: man. It's a decent squad, and Benitez is a good manager. I think. I think he's <laughs> he's clearly been Newcastle's clearly got to him because I think he's not as front foot as he was before. I, I think. I think when he was when he was at Liverpool and Valencia, I think he was a bit more proactive. And I think because he's too used to working with our bunch of fucking cloggers every week, that he's, <laughs> he's decided to be more defensive and sort of counterattacking. I think he's trying to. You could definitely, you could definitely do with being a bit more
1: assertive. I think. I bet he was like, "I'll go, he was like, "I bet he was i 'I'll go back to the Premier League and show Mike Ashley what I can do.'" And Mike Ashley's fucked off any with his big bag of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, the thing is, when, when we play them, he'll get a
2: he'll get a heroes' respect uh, reception. You know what I mean? They'll people mm. people absolutely love him still.
0: And um, yeah, you've mentioned Leeds as well, mate. I mean, I be honest, I've only seen about two ma- two highlights of their games this season, but. Um, yeah, have has Bielsa like the as you just like run them to death? They do look in the in the two highlights I'd seen extended highlights. They did look pretty leggy, I must admit. And is that like consistent two seasons of just like making people run through brick
2: walls for him? Do you think or what? Is it four, three, four, three seasons now? I think
0: is, it for, is this a third season? Yeah, yeah.
2: But I, th- um, I think they've become Brighton of last season is that they play they do play quite well I mean Bamford's out injured which obviously doesn't help them but I mean I watched him I watched the whole game when they played Newcastle at St James's and they fucking battered us and drew 1-1 somehow is that it's not, They're it's not they're not putting it away
1: maybe this is like that you know there is like the classic Bielsa burnout on like a season level maybe this is like the macroscopic like Bielsa burnout in terms of like a five-year thing you know
0: I know I do think you might be onto something in terms of like it's been a, a quite a similar squad from like Championship up to Premier League, and like just getting told week in week out, like no, you've got to run more. Oh no, you've got to cover more of the pitch. Like eventually, I do think that it probably what happened with on a on a on a slightly you know smaller scale in terms of telling players to run through brick walls for you every week. Eventually, they need a bit of love. They need a bit of like putting their arm around them and saying, you know, like. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to do this for me every week.
1: It's not even the fucking manager telling him that either. It's that little bloke that follows him round.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe hey, Sports Leeds told me that he was
2: like a. Uh, he was just a, a work experience guy who just emailed in one day, <laughs> and just got like uh, and just got adopted by him. <laughs> <laughs> Really, no, I didn't know that. To
1: no. pants, to be honest, he always looks so scared.
2: <laughs> he just looks really young. Like, he just looks like, yeah. and he's and he, the, the height difference is always quite funny. since like they always struggle to get them both in the same frame. <laughs> I, um, I reckon they'll be alright though at the end. I, I don't reckon they're going no. down.
0: Nah, nah. I'd be very surprised if he went yeah. down.
1: What about the teams that aren't going to be alright Baker? Uh, well, Newcastle mm-hmm. are going down, obviously.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, the, the
0: classic. Move. We've I'm been away for a move. while
1: and nothing <laughs>
2: changed. At that, uh... I mean, to be fair, would have. I think it'll be. It would be quite funny if they go down. The Saudis go, all right? I mean, how much was it? Three hundred million.
1: It's not exactly big money for them, is it? Yeah. Mike Ashley comes in. Mike Ashley comes back in with seventy-five million pound (laughs) bid.
2: Yeah, Mike Ashley buys it cut price, bargain bin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of them in sports direct, mate.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We don't rename the stadium again. Yeah, Uh, I think Norwich is still gone, personally.
0: Yeah, Norwich. Oh, yeah, I mean, even with Dean Smith coming in, I think they are going to struggle so much, aren't they? They they really don't. I don't know. They're a weird team, aren't they? They seem to just go up and down like so much. They just can't seem to get that consistency.
2: Yeah, I just. I mean, Dean, uh, Dean Smith is a good manager, but I just don't. They're, they're, just, they're just a very weird team, Norwich. Do you remember when when West Brom were up last year? I You sort of struggled to name. A lot of their players, and I'm having the same same problem with Norwich. Sort of yeah. hook, hooky and cruel aside, they seem to make a well. They, um, they make a ton of signings every um, every summer, and what the players have got now, like Norman and Lee's Mehu, and it's like all the players that I've never like. It just se- it seems like quite a quite a transient sort of system they set up, and it worked really well for Farker in the Championship. But it's just the perennial yo-yo, isn't it? They're going to go up, going to go down, going to go up, going go to go down. I do think like a, just places. like a real canary. <laughs> Dean's a good
1: acquisition, though. I think like that's a pretty solid manager for them.
0: Yeah, I think even if we go down, they'll probably keep him in the championship, won't they? It, I wouldn't be surprised if next season he does bring them straight back up. But it, you're right. I think it is the like you said, perennial yo-yo club at the moment, aren't they? There's been a few of them in recent times, and that kind of just happens to get stuck in, in the middle, don't they?
2: They've given they've given themselves a much better chance with him than I think if they did it with uh, mm-hmm. Lampard. Oh, I mean, big time,
0: big time, I yeah, have been yeah. Out of
1: the job for about all of about three fucking days.
0: I know, right? <laughs> well, do we do we want to talk about the the acquisition that, that Villa made as well? Because that was a, I'm kind of happy with with Gerard going there because we might be able to we might be able to just rub it in their face a little bit if we can beat them. That's that's my only real like. <laughs> That, that's that's gonna be the high point of my season, boys. Like if we can beat Villa and see Je- Steven Gerrard sad on the on the sideline, I'm happy to be honest, mate. That's to
1: be honest, mate. I wouldn't I wouldn't put my ass on it at the moment.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, exactly, mate. It'll have to be a Ronaldo, 90th minute header, mate. That's the only way that we're beating him,
1: mate. <laughs> I mean it's good. It's obviously a stepping stone move towards the ultimate job, which is Liverpool yeah. at the end of the road, I think.
0: Yeah. I think um I think mean, you might have a bit of a tough time to start with if him um, if i think i was reading this i can't remember who it was which on um, BBC, basically saying like he, he can't make it seem like it is just a stepping stone like he needs to embrace the club he needs to embrace the fans oh, yeah. like because at the end of the day like if he just makes it like that it's it's gonna be he's gonna struggle in here especially Villa fans are pretty passionate about the club. I must admit. So.
2: Yeah, but I think he will. I think he will. I think his, the job that he's done in Scotland shouldn't be. I know it's Scotland, but he he shouldn't be underestimated. He did take he did take him take Rangers from the pits to the league. And I think yeah. he, there's definitely something to him as a manager. But I mean, what 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 realistically are Aston Villa's aspirations? What do they really want from him? Do the they table, really, do they top really, 10 maybe. Is that what they really want? Do they want to push on to. Yeah. Europe or- oh no, but I think. I think at
0: this at this season, like I think that's realistically the, the best they're going to hope for, isn't it? I, get him in, give him the whole season to sort of assess the players, the squad, who he wants, who he doesn't want. And then I think if you keep him for next season, he'll obviously try and push on from there, won't he? I imagine.
2: I mean, more, um, I mean good luck to
0: him. That's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and boys, I mean, you said favourite moment of the season so far. Can I have two? And they both involved no, the same person. No,
1: no.
0: Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo oh, scoring that first goal against Newcastle, mate. That was <laughs> that was a moment. That was for me. Yeah, yeah. And that then, and then when he scored that last minute goal against Villarreal, honestly, I've not celebrated so hard in a long time. But boys, that's that's all I've got, mate. That's the only high points of my season. Getting spanked by Liverpool and getting spanked by City I ain't got much else to look Mate, forward far, to, really.
1: How far United have fallen, honestly, that brings <laughs> two favourite goals from the season, one against Newcastle and one against Villarreal.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly,
2: man. I mean, it's embarrassing, isn't it?
1: Dan's just cutting kind of about at
2: home and saying suit to
1: everyone, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite moment of the season, Baker? And I think guess, that... Doesn't it involve Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously not.
2: Well, I... I remember the, the, fir- the first game after the takeover was quite funny because we were playing Spurs, weren't we? And the yeah. atmosphere was amazing, and they scored in yeah, the first came two. Came out minutes. the
1: gates at us, yeah. yeah the they
2: came, we scored minutes. in the first like two minutes, and then you could see the you could
1: see the players like suddenly
2: remember how shit they are, <laughs> and then we just <laughs> slowly got fucked. Uh, no, mine is um, I'd say the Brentford Liverpool game was mental. The three all, mm. yeah, was, that I was good to my be game fair. So far,
1: I really enjoyed that. I think that was really good. Uh, I think yep. mine also involves Ronaldo. Uh, it was United beating us 3-0 at home, <laughs> 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 which ushered in the end of the Nuno era. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, um, it was the first time I'd ever seen a top tier kind of a Premier League game live, like in the stadium. And getting to see Ronaldo and stuff in the flesh was pretty cool, but I was pretty happy that we lost, to be honest. <laughs> we, lo- we-, we lost the battle, but we won the war.
0: Yeah, you definitely won the war getting Conte in, <laughs> mate
1: we have gone nicely full circle there.
2: Oh, mate, it's like we planned it, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Oh, what is that here in the distance? Is that a jingle? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yes, very well said, mate. Very well said. Yeah, we've got Baker's Eye on Europe. Give it us, mate. Give it us.
1: Baker's Eye's on Europe.
2: Give it up. Cue it up. Uh, Well, starting in my favourite place is Germany. It was pretty much... (laughs) if. It's exactly the same as it always is. Which is Bayern going round seventeen other teams and taking fat old shits on them. <laughs> <laughs> they're top. <laughs> they're top of the league. They're four points clear. They have got they've scored forty goals in eleven games. <laughs> and they're just not I mean, it's just I don't want to say it's over already. But it's over already. It's over already. <laughs> Is Dortmund, a, Dortmund a second on 24 points and I'm like how like existentially horrible it must be to be a Dortmund fan and just be really really good but there's always someone better than you anyway uh, other like surprise packages in Germany there's Freiburg who are third they have only lost one game so far this season and that was against Bayern Munich they're doing really well Wolfsburg are fourth which is really interesting as well Bundesliga 2 this year is actually fucking mental it's got Bremen, Hamburg and Schalke in it which is ridiculously insane and none of them are anywhere near the top of the table so that's quite funny Italy, there are two unbeaten teams still. Twelve games down, it's Napoli and Milan, which is quite interesting. Yeah, Juventus have been absolute dog shit, which is very funny because I don't like a lot of their players. Um, <laughs> Inter Milan have actually bounced back pretty well from losing Conte. To be honest, they're still they're only they're seven points off the top, but they're well they're well in, they're well in the top four, and they're going to finish there. And so I think Simone and is doing a pretty decent job. Uh, Spain, Real Sociedad at the top at the minute. Uh, 1.1 but they play one more game than Real Madrid which is the only <laughs> slightly more interesting thing than Real Madrid winning it because they probably will uh, Benzema's playing like a madman Vinicius is playing like a madman uh, but Barcelona are an absolute fucking state and it is quite amusing to watch they've actually recently re-signed Dani Alves uh, on a free transfer
0: I had not seen that fucking hell
2: yeah, they re do you know how
1: much they're, they're paying him a week how much one euro a week amazing so they're, they're literally charity work at this point.
2: Uh, <laughs> they finally replaced Dani Alves after seven years with Dani Alves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Atletico haven't gone away. They're still lurking around. They're fourth, severe third. Well, they're level on points actually with Real Madrid, but they do this every year. They start really well and they kind of just sort of met out towards the end. But the uh, best story in Spain this year, personally, is, uh, is Real Vall- Vallecano, who are also a Madrid club. They're dead small Little little neighbourhood, like loads of really fiercely passionate fans. But they've got this fella, they've got Falcao up front and he's banging him in again like it's 2012. And it makes me... Nostal- <laughs> it makes it's, it's nice to see that nostalgia is still alive. And as long may it continue, to be honest. Uh, and I would mention France, but it's really fucking boring because you know exactly what's happening there, don't you? Yeah. I can guess, mate. I can already guess. Yeah, Pochettino's going to win a league by... I mean, he could fucking... Does he even need to train at this point? It's just, it's just a bit of a joke, isn't it? The ten points clear in November. Ten points. When I
0: checked, it was like there were about four or five, but fucking hell, ten points clear. That's stupid.
2: And ten points clear of Lons in second. Uh, Lyon are doing Lyon things and fucking around. Uh, Marseille are quite interesting because they're managed by Sam Pauli, who doesn't, who never actually plays defenders, which is quite fun. But that is again like Germany. That's just pretty much done and dusted, which fucking sucks because PSG can. Fuck right off. Uh, although, interestingly, I still think they're they're not going to get anywhere to the Champions League, and that's that is Europe. Spain, so, Spain, uh, Italy interesting, Spain interesting, France and Germany not very interesting. Basically, the, the usual the usual rundown, essentially, mate. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: pretty much, pretty much. I can't believe
1: you used to have to do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing every week. I you can just tape that
2: Germany section, and just play it every time. <laughs>
1: Germany, uh, 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 Bayern are twelve goals clear.
2: The weirdest fucking result is the one we spoke about in the cup, when Bayern lost five nil. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, lost well, yeah. five 0 to Gladbach. That must be because, like one of the weirdest results because the next game they went out and beat someone five two. And it was they was they weren't playing like a shit team either. They were playing they were playing like one of their best teams. That is one of the weirdest results we've ever seen. Anyway, that's the German Cup though, so they don't really give a toss today. I think that's it, isn't it, mate? That's uh, nicely wrapped up there.
1: Um, yeah, next episode, whenever the hell we feel like it. You've been listening to The OAN. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The OAN Pod. And if you've
2: enjoyed the episode, drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description. Just tell your mates about this
0: pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this. So please, please do,
2: guys. Thanks very much. Have a good one.